Praise the Lord, everybody. God bless you this morning. And welcome to Healing School. As always, Healing School is the place where people come to hear and to be healed. Now listen, today is a powerful, wonderful day for you to be healed. Are you hearing me today? Say this right, right now with me. Today, today is, my, is my day. It's my day. To be healed. To be healed. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. How many of y'all believe that? Amen. Now, I want you to grab pen and paper, as always, or whatever device that you'll be using to take your notes and follow us in the Word. Now, remember, this is healing school, okay? I, I have something straight from heaven for you that God wants you to know. I and the prophet this morning, listen, what are you going to see as we go? Remember last week I said to you, your wait time is over. Anybody remember that? Yes. Well, you're going to see more of what I mean by that as we go. This morning, we are talking about the anointing knows what to do. The anointing knows what, what to do. Now, everywhere... And I do mean everywhere Jesus went. He had one message, just one. Okay? What was his message? I'm going to earn it. Jesus preached the same message over and over again. Everywhere he went, I'm going to earn it. So again, we are talking about the anointing knows what to do. If this is your first time in healing school today, God bless you. Welcome. Today is your receiving day. Today is your day. I'm talking about everybody under the sound of our voice. Today is your receiving day. In Jesus' name. Good morning, prophet. Good morning. Praise God. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us this morning. All right, we can begin. Praise God. The anointing knows what to do. Praise God. Our foundation scripture is coming from Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 27. It shall come to pass, and it shall come to pass in that day, that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Now, now Paul, let's pause right there for a second. It says, and it shall come to pass in that day, right? Yes. What day is he talking about? He's talking about when Jesus is taken out of this world and go to be seated on the right-hand side of the Father in heaven. 
-hmm. That's today. And he told his disciples, he said, uh, before now, you haven't asked me for anything. Why? They didn't need to. They had him right there with him. They didn't have to pray to the Father in the name of Jesus because Jesus was right there with them. But now, the moment he's taken out of here, where is he today? At the right-hand side of the Father in heaven. So that's the day he's talking about. And it shall come to pass in that day. Folks, we are living in that day is here now. All right? Mm -hmm. I thought I want to give you the background on that so you won't be, you know, just dangling out there lost. Well, well what, what, what day is that? Now you know. All right, prophet. Second Kings 13, 20 and 21 in the King James Version says this. Elijah died and they buried him. And the bands of the Moabites invaded the land at the coming end of the year. And it came to pass as they were burying a man that behold, they spied a band of men and they cast the man into the sepulcher of Elijah. And when the man was let down and touched the bones of Elijah, he revived and stood up on his feet. My, my, my. Now, Elisha, well, you know about him, at least most of you do. He was a mighty man of God. He was a prophet of God. Mm -hmm. Now, here they're carrying this dead stiff. In those days, they didn't cover the grave up. They put you in a hole in the ground and left it open. All right? So now they see the enemy coming on horseback. And they know they got to get out of that. They dropped that man in that hole, which was Elijah's grave, right on top of Elijah's bones. Pay attention to words now. Mm -hmm. And do you know what happened? Mm -hmm. The Bible says what? He revived. He revived. That man came back to life. When? When he came in contact with the anointing. See, even though the prophet Elijah was dead, that anointing was still on his bones. Are y'all hearing this? Yes. That anointing was still there. Now listen, you don't have to beg and plead. Oh, Lord, please, won't you heal me? Oh, Lord, please heal me. You don't need to do that. If you've been doing that, you could stop today. And in this lesson this morning, you're going to see why. Folks, the anointing knows what to do. What does the anointing know? It knows what to do. And if you come in contact with the anointing, you're going to see the anointing knows what to do. But now, you must put a value on that anointing. You are here in healing school this morning. 
You need to know why we are here. Let me tell you. Because the anointing of the Lord God is up on Helen and Larry. Are you getting what I'm saying to you? It's on us. Amen. It's there. Somebody say, oh, I don't believe that. Oh, well, listen, let me help you. If you don't believe that, all you got to do is hang up right now. You know why? Because the Bible says all things are possible to them that what? Believe. If you don't believe, the anointing can't flow for you. You will never have to worry about it getting on you. Oh, but if you believe and receive it, act on it, glory to God. You will see the difference. The anointing will make the difference. Come on, prophet, and, and number, don't let all the teaching by Number myself. two, amen, number two, you're doing a great job. The anointing knows more than you do about your situation. Did you catch that? The, the anointing, anointing knows more than you do about your situation. Absolutely. It knows. It don't have to guess and guess and guess. No. The anointing knows what to do. Let me show you this way, another way. How many of y'all know a seed know what to do? Let's say you want some turnip greens or you want some mustard greens or collard greens. All you have to do is get mustard seed or whichever one collard seed greens if you get that seed and you plant it, all things being fair and equal, mm. let me tell you something. You don't have to go get on your knees and pray. Oh, Lord, please make these collard greens come up. Please, Lord, please make these turnip greens come up. You don't have to do that. You know why? The seed know what to do. The ground will try to grow anything you put in it. Mm -hmm. Somebody said, well, this is holy land over here. I pray on this land every day. Mm. But listen, let somebody come along and you don't know it, and they, and they put some marijuana plants in that. I want mm -hmm. you to know that marijuana, even though that ground you say is holy, that marijuana going to come up. Did you know that? Why? Because the ground know how to cooperate or what to do with a seed. What am I saying? The anointing knows more about your situation than you do. The anointing knows more about your sick body than the doctors do. Glory to Jesus. Are you hearing me? My God. It knows what to do. All right? Exactly. Well, let's go to Mark 5, verse 25, verses 25 through 28. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, 
and had spent all that she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his garment, his clothes, I shall be whole. If I may do what? If I may touch his garment, she said, I shall be whole. Now, now, now listen. Why did she say that? Because the anointing makes the difference. Mm. She had to come in contact with that anointing. Come on. Come on. Are you hearing me? Mm -hmm. She had to come in contact with the anointing. Now, pay attention to words. Something we want you to see here. Mm. When that woman got out there in those streets, she pushed her way through that crowd. And she did exactly what she said in her house she was going to do. Mm -hmm. She touched his garment. She touched mm -hmm. his clothes. Mm -hmm. And what happened? She was made what? She was made whole. She was healed. That woman, look, 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 mm -hmm. look, 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 look. She was made, she was made whole. You know what wholeness is? Nothing mm -hmm. missing and nothing broken. That fountain of blood stopped. Mm -hmm. And even what caused it was healed. Mm -hmm. Why? In Isaiah chapter 10, did we read that yet? Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 27. Mm -hmm. And it yeah, shall yeah. come, pardon? Yeah. Yes, we did. I'll read it again if you'd like. Go again. And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Whatever have you burdened down today, whatever diagnosis, prognosis the doctor has given you, that's a burden. It's a yoke. But notice, all the doctors can do is put a Band-Aid on the symptom. Mm. They can't heal the symptom. You say, well, Brother Elder, are you a doctor? Do you know that? I'm not a doctor, but I know that. Okay, well, Brother Elder, would you mind telling us how you know that? Absolutely. Listen. What did the scripture say about this woman? Jesus, when she touched his garment, what happened to her? She was made she was what? Made whole. She was made completely whole. She was made completely whole. And it happened mm -hmm. immediately. How do mm -hmm. we know? Because she, Jesus said, virtue, power done went out for me. Every, somebody didn't touch me here. The disciples said, Master, look at all these people. Everybody touching you. He said, no, no. Virtue left me. 
What's another word for virtue? Power. What's another word for power? Anointing. Anointing. It left me. Somebody made a demand on it, and it was that woman. Are you getting what I'm saying to you here? Immediately. Say immediately. Immediately. She was made whole. Now listen, whatever your situation is today, you see why the anointing is so important? Mm -hmm. The moment you come and come on, hear me now. The moment you come in contact with the anointing prophet, mm. it's over. It's over. Your wait, your wait time has ended. It is over. Mm-hmm. And in Zechariah 12, 28, in the Living Bible, it, it tells you, the Lord says, all delay has ended. All delay has ended. All the wait time has ended. I'll do it now. What now is he talking about? the anointing. The moment you come in contact with the anointed one and his anointing, your wait time is over. Jesus, folks, is the anointed one. Are you hearing me today? Jesus is the anointed one. He have Larry and Helen here in this school to help you. Are you getting what I'm saying to you? Mm -hmm. You see, the Bible says, Get knowledge, get wisdom, but in all of your getting, get understanding. Mm-hmm. Folks, there is a reason why we put these lessons in the podcast so you can go back and hear them 24 7, 365 days a year. We never take them down. Why? So then, faith, uh, let me put it this way the anointing comes by hearing. Faith come by hearing, same thing. And hearing the what? The anointed word of God. But now listen. You need to hear it more than one time. See, the first time you're hearing this is information. But the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth is revelation. When you get a revelation, it's the anointing. That makes the difference. It's done. Come on, Praise the Lord. I love that. Uh, it's the anointed that makes the difference. Um, and you know, as you stated in your last comment about it, she had to come in contact with that anointing. But I love what the scripture says when when it says for she had heard she heard about Jesus yes and that was her marching orders right there that's right what are we saying this morning you're hearing just like she heard none of us have seen Jesus in the flesh but we've heard so much about him and about that healing anointing 
that is upon him. But it's all up to us as it was to her. And we know the history on this woman who had that situation on her body. Mm-hmm. If you've read it, if you spend any amount of time dealing with that passage over there uh, in Mark chapter 5, this woman back in that day, it was illegal. It was against the law for this woman with the kind of sickness that was upon her body. It was mm-hmm. against the law for her to even be out in public, right? That's right. Right. But she had heard. Yes. Pay attention to words. It said she had heard, verse 27, oh, she had heard of Jesus. And when she heard of Jesus, she heard too that he was going to be passing by her house. <laughs> you got to get into this. And so she came in the press. What does that mean in the press? There's a lot of people out there. Because when you read this uh, in other parts of the Bible, of the Bible, it says that this woman was in the crowd and touching Jesus. And Jesus asked the question, or he said, who touched me? But we know it was her. And so the disciples were amazed that he said such a thing. You know, there are thousands of people out here. They're pressing you on every side. That's what it means. Mm -hmm. She came in the press. And so the disciple says, why are you asking who touched you? Everybody is touching you. Everyone's touching you. But she had a different touch, didn't she, Apostle? That's right. Yes, she did. See, we're talking about faith for the supernatural. Yes. Faith for the fourth dimension. In 2024, that's the word God has given us. Faith for the fourth dimension. I want to put it like this. This woman, she went into the fourth dimension. Yes, she did. Because that's where Jesus always did operate. As you study all the different healings of Jesus in the New Testament, you will see they were similar to this one. All he had to do, all he did was speak his word. The Bible says over in Matthew chapter 8, I think up around verse 16 and 17, it says something like this. And when the evening was come, they went, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirits, watch this with his word and healed all that were sick. How did he heal them? With his word. That's right. Are you listening to us this morning? With his word. That's the way Jesus did everything. That's good. And child of God, what am I telling you this morning? That's the way we are doing it as well. We're speaking to you about what we've heard about Jesus. And about those who heard of his miraculous 
healing power. We're telling you the power to heal your bodies this morning has been released mm -hmm. right here and right now. Come on. But it's what you believe. Come on. That's going to make all the difference in the world. Yes. Are you listening to me? That same power that caused this woman to receive, pay attention to words now, to receive her healing. It's the same anointing that's here today. That's what right. are we talking about? She, the Bible says, when she heard, look at verse, look at it again, verse 27. When she heard, when mm -hmm. she had, see, look at that verb, right? And then when she had her, what is that talking about? Well, see, there was someone going around talking about Jesus as the healer. That's what? Right. As a healer in town? Yes. Of course, I'm paraphrasing. But you have to understand. And if you want to see where these people came from, my God, we were talking about this in our prayer time on this week. And we were looking at when Jesus healed the madman of Gadara. This man, I don't want to go into it, all of it right now, but he was in a tomb, the Bible says, day and night, cutting himself. Mm -hmm. Just constantly cutting himself and running around, you know, like somebody wild and crazy. He tore his clothes off. No one could tame him. No, no one could. Everyone was afraid of him. Are you listening to me? Everyone was afraid of this man. And he was out there day and night, just cutting himself and running around. And so Jesus, again, as we've been sharing with you already, when he saw this man, he used his words again. Come on now. And he told the demonic forces, come out of the man. Yes. That's what he said. That's right. He said, come out of the man. And <laughs> we see that he came out of the man. Are you listening? That's right. But here's the part I want to I wanna shed some light on. That man, after he was healed by Jesus, by the words of Jesus, he was amazed and he wanted to follow Jesus everywhere. Yes. But Jesus turned to him and said this, no, I need you to go home. Mm -hmm. I need you to go back where you came from. And I need you to tell everyone what has happened to you. That's right. Are y'all listening to me? Come on, that's good. See, we all want to be where that anointing is. And that's powerful. That's wonderful. I know that's where I want to be. That's and right. that's why I hang around the word of God. Mm -hmm. But what Jesus was saying to him is this. I need you to go and tell others. I need you to go and spread the word. I need you to be my disciple. I'm going this way. I'm going to the north. Now you go to the south. Yeah. And you go and tell everyone. 
that man became a disciple. Think about what we're saying. This was a man who was demon-possessed. Now pay attention, yes. guys. He was demon-possessed. The Bible says he was in a tomb. No one could tame him. <laughs> Absolutely no one. That's right. People were afraid of this man. Huh? That's right. And now they said when they came to town and they found the man, he was sitting fully clothed in his right mind and sitting there talking to Jesus. How did this happen? Did he work some magic? Mm -hmm. Huh? Did he work some powerful, you know, did he lay his hands? Did he do some type of uh, dance and give him some kind? No, 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 no. He spoke to the demonic forces that was controlling that man. Yes. Are you listening? That's good. Mm -hmm. And see, you find that over, you know, in the scriptures and, and over in Mark chapter five, you can see it for yourself. I would encourage you to go and read the whole story on that situation over in Mark chapter five. And so he wanted to follow. Guys, when we've gotten something so miraculously, so miraculous as this, you're, you're out of your mind. You're about to be committed to the insane asylum. Mm -hmm. The doctors can't help you. No one knows what's wrong with you. And they think you're crazy, but along comes Jesus my, my. who has the ability and the anointing upon him to see what's causing the pain and the sickness and the disease on your body. And he's passing by the woman with the issue of blood. She said, he's going to be passing by my house. See, because this man who Jesus healed, it says, and he went about in all the regions. Mm -hmm. It says he went to 10 towns of that yeah. region and began to proclaim what is proclaiming. He was, I'm telling you, he was telling you everywhere he That's went, right. the That's great right. things Jesus had done in his body. And everyone That's was amazed at what he told them. You see, so she, now we come to her. The Bible says she had heard of Jesus in verse 27. And so now, even though it's against the law, the Bible says right here, she came behind Jesus in the press. What is that? In the crowd. And she did exactly what she said because she had said it within herself. If I may just touch his clothes, she said, I will be home. Now that's faith, guys. That's faith. And like Apostle was saying, Larry was saying a few minutes ago, why did she say that? Because she had to come in contact with that anointing, even oh, though she had said within herself, even though she had said, she said this. And many of us, we sit at home saying the same things. Yes. But then there comes a time when we must what? release our faith. Come on now. You must release your faith. You must do something to show that you believe in that anointing 
That's mm -hmm. upon Jesus. That's good. Let me tell you how you come in contact. She went out back in the Old Testament. She went out back in the days, the biblical days. She went out. She had to get out. See, because she didn't have what you have today. You have something greater. Huh? Yes. <laughs> she, she, she had to get out, literally get out and do this thing. Well, let me yeah. tell you what you have. Jesus said, and we're going to, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but it's in our lesson. Mm -hmm. He said, the anointing huh, is upon me in Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 27. Huh? He said, it shall come to pass in that day that the burden shall be taken away from off your shoulder and the yokes from off your neck because of the anointing that's upon me. Are you listening to me? That anointing is upon him even today. And how is it released? It's released in his word. That's right. It's released when you believe his word. Yes. It's, it's released when you show Jesus, when you, when you take a stand on what you're hearing. You're mm -hmm. hearing that Jesus was wounded for you. You're hearing that he was bruised for you. You're hearing that the yokes are destroyed because of the anointing. You are hearing that. You must believe it. You must oh, say, you must good. say, I am healed. Yes. You must say, I receive it. Yes. You must see, she said something. Glory to Jesus. And then she had to go somewhere. See, you don't have to go anywhere. Mm -mm. Oh, come on, listen now. You don't have to go out into the crowds. No. You, you don't have to get behind someone and push your way to Jesus. All you have to do is open your mouth where you are right now in the comfort of your home. All you have to do right now is lift your hand right now, sitting on that couch where you are, sitting on the bed, in the bed where you are, sitting in your automobile where you are, wherever you are. Huh? Just lift your hands right now and say, I believe. I, I believe. Receive. I receive. I believe and I, I receive. And I receive it. Praise I God. take it. I take it by faith. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Thank, Thank you, Jesus, Lord. for Thank what you. you did. Thank, Thank you for what you did. Yes. See, that's what you do. That's how you release your faith. She that's had right. to get out. She had to go somewhere. And then she came in contact with that anointing, as Apostle said. But let me tell you now, today, all you have to do is sit right where you are and say it and open your mouth. See, Jesus healed everyone with his words. That's and right. you receive that healing with your words. Yes. I'm going to say that again. He healed with his words. And we receive when we release our words. Come on. <laughs> we receive when we release, when we open our mouths and say, yes, Jesus, I believe, I believe it and I receive it and that's I take it by faith. Are you listening? Yes. Oh, that's good. That's why that was such a miraculous healing experience with the woman with the issue of blood. That's why it was so miraculous. You say, what are you talking about? Well, there were many people out there, right? Yes. Everybody was touching Jesus, right? That's Came right. in the press. Well, and the disciples actually said that. Look at all these people thronging you. They're pushing you everywhere. Why are you saying, why are you asking us? Who See, she came in faith.
Yes. The faith that we're talking about that you need this morning, it was upon her. And the Bible says Jesus knew within himself that someone had touched him. Well, it wasn't the kind of touch that the disciples were talking about. No, this was a touch of faith. Are you in faith this morning? Glory to Jesus. Huh? Are you in faith? She was in faith. And because she was in faith, see, no one had to prove anything to this woman. What did she hear? She heard that man who had been bound by demons, who was now set free and told by Jesus to go into all the region and tell others what I've done for you. See, she heard him. She heard him out there proclaiming about Jesus, like you right now hear us talking about Jesus. Well, she took it by faith. She said, oh, oh, wait, wait. He's going to be passing by my house? Well, I'm going to go and touch him. Because when I touch him, I'm going to be made whole. Hmm. She came in contact with that anointing when she heard. She received that anointing upon him when she heard. Yes. And then she, and then she went out and she did what she said. Now, bring it home. You are hearing right now. You're hearing. What have you heard? You know. You know the word of God. And you've heard the word of God. Over in 1 Peter 2.24, what does it say? Come on. His own self, Jesus Christ, bore your sins in his own body on the tree as on an altar. He offered himself on it that you call your name. Larry. Might be healed and set free from that plague and that thing that's upon you and by his stripes watch this you were w-e-r-e not will be you were healed by the stripes that he took on his body for you at calvary on the cross it was to take your sickness and your disease my sickness and my disease in his own body now he didn't say it would not satan wouldn't try to put it on you again and that's why many of us are sick but what we got to understand is we've got to release our faith in what he did for us at Calvary, like this woman released her faith. We release our faith by saying, thank you, Father. You took that sickness in your body. I don't have to take it in mine. Well, I don't take it. And I, com- I thank you. I receive my healing right now. See it? You release your faith like that. Can you do that this morning where you are? Just go ahead and lift your hands wherever you are. And say, Father, thank you. I receive my healing. I thank you right now. I know the diabetes is there. I know the cancer is there. I know, you know, whatever it is, the high blood pressure is there. But Father, it has no right to be there because Jesus already took it in his body and I don't have to take it in mine. And so by his stripes, I am healed. I take my healing. I take my healing. I take my healing. And then go a step further. Now go a step further. Speak to it. It's yeah. cancer. Say cancer. Get up and get out of here. It's high blood pressure. High blood pressure. Get up and get out of here. You see what you say? Well, where are you getting this from, Prophet? I'm gonna tell you where I'm getting this from. I got this from over in Mark, chapter. You know, uh, in Mark what? Twenty-one? No. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. In Mark eleven, verse 21, 22, 23. I got it from over there. Jesus said, "Speak to the mountain." Come on, you guys know that. Y'all know that. In Mark 11, 20, make a note of it and go look at it for yourself. He said, have faith in God. What happened over there? The Again, the disciples coming 
questioning Jesus and talking to him. See, they were always looking at him, the things he was doing, and they didn't understand. Just like they said, Jesus, all these people touching you and you asking us who touching you, well, then go with me over here to Mark 11. Mark 11, the same thing was going on. Jesus, you know, he spoke to that fig tree. He cursed that tree. He came to the fig tree hoping to find some fruit on the tree because he was hungry, the Bible says. And he didn't find any fruit on that tree because when you really begin to study about that situation at that time, he said figs and, and the leaves come in at the same time. So he saw all the leaves on the tree. So he went over to get something to eat because if the leaves are there, certainly the figs are there as well, where there were no figs on that tree. And so Jesus cursed that tree. And he said, no man will eat fruit from you hereafter forever. Go and read it for yourself. It's right there. And he went about his business. That's right. Well, the Bible says the next day when they passed by that tree, the disciples says, Master, look at that tree that you cursed. It's withered away. And this is where we find our passage that I'm referring to right now. He answered the disciples. See? He answered them. And he said, listen. Just have faith in God. Now that's verse 21. I'm not over there. I'm just, I'm just pulling it up out of my spirit. You can go over there if you'd like. He said, have faith in God. Yes. He said, listen, y'all, y'all having a fit over the fig tree? He said, do you know if you just have faith in God, you could speak to a mountain and tell a mountain to jump up and go jump into the sea, and that mountain would obey you. That's Guys, that's where I got that from. So if you speak to your cancer and tell it to jump up and be cast into the sea, you know what? It has to leave you. It now you say, happen. well, you know, I did it, it did. It doesn't always happen immediately. But see, if you stay in faith, praising God, believe. See, that's where your faith comes in. You have to believe it when you say it. Because that verse goes on to say now, if whatever you desire when you pray. See, he said, don't doubt in your heart now. He said, that's speak right. to the mountain and then don't doubt. See, that's where a lot of us miss it. We speak to the high blood pressure and we don't see it changing. That's right. And then Satan comes along and starts fooling with our minds. And says, see, nothing happened. Nothing didn't happen. You're still sick. And so we hang our heads, you know, and walk away in disbelief and upset. Oh, it didn't work. Now that's what he's after. See, he's after you saying what you just said. Oh, it didn't work. See, because the Bible says you'll have what you say. So he wants right. you to say it. Oh, it didn't work. But never do that. You might feel discouraged. You might have doubt running around in your head. And most of us do. Yep. Let me help you right now. Are you listening? Never open your mouth to say what you're feeling. That's good. I'm going to say it again. You may feel oh. defeated. You may feel you know, well, it didn't work. You may feel all, and Satan will make sure you think that because That's he right. is the prince of this air. He's the one that sends thoughts to your mind. So he That's wants right. you to think, well, it didn't work. See, you spoke to the high blood pressure and you still feel like your pressure is high. Yeah. You spoke to whatever the pain area is and you still feel the pain. So you thinking that it's still sitting there. Let me tell you something, child of God. The minute you spoke in faith, that thing got up off of you just like that thing got up off the woman with the issue of blood. I'm going to say it again. The minute you spoke in faith to that disease that's upon your body, it mm -hmm. left you. It is, it is, Jesus is, God is in the process now of removing that thing the moment you said it. But Satan, right. see, there's a, there's a, there's a situation that goes on 
between the time you say something and the time that it manifests. There's something that's going on. That's where your faith needs to stand still right there. Mm -hmm. So do not say with your mouth, oh, it did not work. Because the Bible says, if you do not doubt in your heart, we're still over there in Mark 11. He said, if you don't doubt in your heart, you're going to have exactly what you said. I want you to go back and look at that. I want you to revisit that today. Amen? That's good. Because what are we talking about? The anointing knows what to do. It really does know what to do. We don't know what to do, but the anointing knows what to do. So keep your mouth closed. Once you've made that faith confession, once you've spoken to the high blood pressure and say, hey, get up out of here, go jump into the sea. I will not let you stay on my body. Once you've done that, never say anything different. Just say, thank you, Father, it's gone. Even though you still feel the pain, just keep saying, thank you, Father, it's gone. Why? He's doing, the, he's doing his part now. In time, you're going to notice. You may, you may go to the doctor and the doctor say, wait a minute, something's different. You see it? That's the way it works. Are you listening? Praise but God. you and I have to stay in faith. That's right. The anointing knows what to do. Yes. And the anointing that you receive is working in your life today. Amen. When she had heard, not getting back to our scriptures from today, when she had heard, I know I took you on a lot of journeys, but I hope I didn't lose anyone. When she had heard, she came behind him in the breast and she touched him. Child of God, if you're receiving what we are saying to you today, that's what you're doing. You are touching that anointing. You're coming yes. in contact with that anointing. You're coming in contact with the word of God that we're releasing right now. And you're not in doubt about it. You see, and this is why we teach the way we teach. We give you the scriptures. We give you. Apostle says this every time we come on Saturday morning, every Saturday morning. I get pen and pad, get something to take notes with, because we're going to give you some good information that will bless you. You see it? We're not just saying things and not giving you the information where you can go back when this hour of power is over. Go and look at it for yourselves. And as you read it, before you even start reading these verses, say Go to the Father and say, Father, I'm about to read your word. Please help me to understand it. I promise you he will. You know why I know that? Because again, going back to Mark 11, not Mark 11, in, in Matthew, Jesus said, whatever you ask my Father, he will give it to you. That's right. Are you listening? Whatever you ask my Father, he'll give it to you. So ask me, Father, I'm about to read your word. Please help me to understand it. Amen? That's good. And he will. He will. He will you'll come away with a greater knowledge and an understanding of the word of God. Praise God. Amen. Well, prophet, that is excellent. Praise the Lord. Glory to God.